here we are. And here we go. Here we go. And here we are. Welcome back. Welcome back, folks, friends, skeleton crew. Welcome back to the Skeleton Crew Fight Club podcast. But tis spooky season, thus making this Skeleton Crew Fight no wait, Skeleton Crew Fright Club. <laughs> um, one day, one day, one day, I will follow through and put some spooky sounds in the edit. But maybe, maybe this was the time. But maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I don't know until I put this out or right before I put this out. I also said that on the last episode and I didn't do it. So let that be a lesson. <laughs> let that be a lesson to my commitment to post production. My name is Justin Leal. 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 Depending on how you want to say it. Uh, one is the formal Portuguese way. Leal. And Leal is just the way I do it because it's just how everybody does it. And it's just much easier not to correct anybody. Either way, this is brought to you by LealLegacy.com. But you already know that. Or you should already know that. Unless you're new here, then welcome. Um, Man, man, oh man, oh man. It's been wild here lately. I am just now getting over a cold. Uh, we had some sort of illness bounce around the family. The children got it. So therefore I got it. And I don't know where it started. I don't know. I don't know. It's been, it's been, it's been like a couple months where we've, we've had something being passed around. And I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if I'm to blame this time around. Bane, Bane could still technically be to blame as well. He and I do jujitsu. So depending on who we're rolling with and how conscientious or courteous they are, you know, can't, you can't roll with somebody who's under the weather. So take that, take that word of advice. If you do any sort of martial art and you are not feeling well, stay home, skip, Skip training that week because your contaminants can spread to your combat partners. Uh, it also could be my wife. I don't know. I don't know. She she does family photography. So she's around kids and other families. And families with kids often harbor funks around this time of year and then the season's changing and it's just you know it's just it's just a mess it's a mess but anyway that's neither here nor there uh we're all on the mend i believe whatever this contaminant was has run its course could it could it have been the dreaded vid the caron I don't know how I don't know how directly I could say it because are are outlets out there still like suppressing anyone who talks about 
that whole thing that caused the global shutdown for no reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people who found the whole thing to be nonsense. But again, if you've been around here in our skeleton crew world, you already know that you already know that if you haven't. And again, you're new. Well, let me tell you, I thought it was bunk. Now it was definitely some sort of funk, but the hype of it all seemed a bit nonsensical to me and it still does. And it forever will. Uh, I'm in a state of, I don't know, I guess some sort of like regression in, in my health. I, I had asthma. I had asthma as a child and recently, recently it's for some reason kind of re reared it's it's ugly head um i mean i had asthma bad as a kid like super bad like way bad like suffocating to near death bad and i had to do a nebulizer machine thing and you know the whole nine yards had an inhaler and and all that and then somewhere towards middle school um it kind of dissipated kind of dissipated and I was able to run and play sports and do martial arts and stuff like that without any issue. Uh, over the years, every now and then, usually allergy induced, it would pop up, flare up, and it would it require me to uh, seek medical aid. But it was so few and far between that it never, it never, you know, caused any sort of issue. But for whatever reason this year, man, this year, I, I have found myself uh, needing, you know, breathing treatments. And that being said, my wife made me go to the doctor. And uh, yeah, went to an asthma doctor, did a whole thing where they, they like, they have this, I don't know what you would call it. It was, it was set up to a laptop where I had to blow into this tube and I would, by blowing into the tube, I would blow out digital candles on a fake birthday cake. And each time that I did it, I would blow all of the candles out except the last one. And now there may have been like six or seven of them. And I, I kind of got to the point where I was like, oh, it's almost like impossible to blow that last one out. And the nurse that was doing this, you know, doing the test with me, I asked her, I was like, have you ever seen anybody get that last candle? Because I'm really trying here. And she's like, yeah, I've seen it happen a couple times. So it made me feel pretty good about my inability to extinguish that last digital candle. Um, but then like the doctor doctor came in like, and gave me the... Uh, test results and she said and i so i did that test did a breathing treatment and then did the test again to see like if there was a difference before the breathing treatment my lungs were working at like a 70 percent capacity and then after the treatment it was like at an 85 percent capacity so yeah i guess that lady lied to me <laughs> <laughs> one of the times though, one of the times I was able to get that last candle out and like confetti and stuff came down, digital confetti, everything's digital now, 
nothing's real. Uh, long story short of that, I was sent home with a prescription for an inhaler. So I have an inhaler now, again. And this is the first time that I've had an inhaler for, I want to say like decades almost, but here we are. Here we are, and that is actually skyrocketing my nerd cred back into the, you know, whatever. I lost my train of, I lost my flow there. Anyway, I'm more of a nerd now because I have an inhaler again. I call it my Vader stick uh, or Vader pump. I guess that makes more sense. And you know what's kind of fun? I call it a Vader pump. Well, you know, I call that, I call it a Vader pump now, but it's red. So it's totally Darth Vader. It's super dark sidey. Yeah, uh, that was all fresh right there. I just came up with that whole thing right now, and I'm <laughs> pretty proud of it. Um, so I do apologize now if I if I cough a time or two. Um, the world currently is in disarray. Last episode, remember when I was talking about like the end of times and all this kind of stuff we're going through and like reading the, you know, passages from, from the Bible, from the Christian Bible. Well, I say Catholic Bible because Catholic is the only Christian, if you ask me, uh, about what to expect during the end times. Well, hot diggity, guess what? Things are kind of popping off in the Middle East as I'm recording this. And I don't know, man. Armageddon feels, you know, closer than ever at this point. And it's, it's such a interesting, like debacle wherein people are picking, picking sides in the whole, in the whole shebang. Like, I'm not going to get deep into it because this isn't a political podcast. It's a counterculture commentary podcast. And, the culture seems to be sort of all over the place. Um, when I feel like it should be very direct, don't support bad guys. Like, why is that such a hard concept to, to grasp for people? Don't support bad guys. And that's in every aspect of life. Like com common sense, right? People who murder you know, anyone, but especially women and kids like, Hey, <laughs> where, where in those actions are you able to, you know, find a defense for them? That's bonkers to me. So, uh, here at skeleton crew fight club, we have a, a hard, not supporting bad guys stance. And you know what? You know what? Granted the, some people may have may choose a side but 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 both sides are like recklessly killing people so in my humble opinion that makes both sides bad guys right common sense would would dictate so or indicate so indicate or dictate either way you pick i think both words work so, I don't know, man. I don't know. What if What if it really is the end of the world? I was talking to my uncle about this last night, actually. And I was like, you know, I'm pretty hyped 
on seeing like seven headed dragons and stuff come out of the ocean or whatever it's supposed to be. And he's like, Oh, the rapture is supposed to happen before that. So like, you know, (laughs) if, if you follow, if you follow the, the word and the good book, uh, all the good people will be, have, have been saved from, from this earth to avoid all the chaos. And I was like, that sucks. I don't remember reading that. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing all the metalness. And we talked about that last time. I'm excited to see, you know, I, I, I don't know. It just sounds like a good, good watch. Granted, I don't want to be like tortured or tormented or anything like that, but I should the rapture happen before I get to watch any of it. I'm going to be like, Hey, go collect the other people swing back around, pick me up last. (laughs) because <laughs> I want to I want to see it I want to see it unfold supernatural phenomenon I want to see all that firsthand I mean that's pretty much kind of what it is right supernatural phenomenon phenomenon phenomena um I'm a I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying to keep this going I'm exhausted I'm exhausted, but I wanted to still put out something to listen to. So forgive me on top of the possibility of me hacking and coughing. Forgive me if this is a little slow going today. I mean, they don't all have to be winners, right? This might be a quantity over quality thing. (laughs) I'm just getting an episode out. It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be. You know what I mean? And plus, if you are one to keep up with the chaos in the world, maybe we can just like, I don't know. I don't want to say make light of anything or distract necessarily from anything, but just like be real about it. Because so many places, so many like political outlets and whatnot, like they, they, everything's for the clicks. Everything is for just like placating political ideologies and like reality is not that reality isn't selling attention. I mean, I guess it is, but I kind of, that kind of thing kind of bugs me. It bugs me, but at the same time I do a podcast and I have a YouTube channel and stuff. So I, 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 I whore myself out for attention, I guess. Trying to get ad revenue and whatnot, but I don't know. Maybe that makes me a hypocrite. But I'm not, but I'm not, what I'm not doing is I'm not placating to any one side or any ideology or any, any sort of like stance. I'm of the mind of, I just back things that make sense. I back logic and I back reason even though we live in an age where logic and reason seem to be a negative to a lot of folks out there, which is hard for me to understand. It's, uh, it's all about team politics. It's like, what, what can I say and what can I say? I believe to fit in 
to be the good guy, to virtue signal, look how much better I am than you. Wherein I disagree. I disagree. When you, when you sell yourself to nonsensical falsehoods, that's not showing you're better than anybody. That's just showing you're a tool. And when I think you're a tool, I, I, I'm pretty resigned to that fact. And you remain a tool until your dying day. <laughs> and I say your dying day because I anticipate outliving everybody. Because uh, I will become a cyborg. Hey, did we talk about AI on the last episode? I'm super, super into AI right now. Like, and I figured it out. I figured out what AI is. And what AI is... <laughs> That's one. What AI is, is just the beginning stages of us having droids. Right? Chappy GPT, Chappy Chappy GPT, Chat GPT, Mid Journey, all the other, you know, AI bots and outlets and softwares or whatever they are. Um, this is just the beginnings of, you know, C3PO's and R2D2's, like personalized droids. And I'm stoked on that. I use ChatGPT. I use Midjourney. It 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 definitely it makes what I do creatively easy, er, much easier. Now the the mind. So here's the argument. A lot of people argue that AI art is not necessarily art, and I argue the fact that if you're using something like Midjourney to produce. AI generated images that you then use for like promotions for your streetwear brand. Uh, I argue that that digital art is still art because what is being generated had to originate in the mind of some sort of artistically inclined individual. Does that make sense? Like what you're seeing had still had to come from the creative mind of a human or humanoid anthropomorphic thing. Uh, so that's my argument because mid journey by itself, at least not yet, I don't think can concoct uh, the, so whenever you're using one of these AI bots, you have to provide it a prompt specifically like mid journey. When you're creating digital, like AI generated images, you need to use a prompt and your prompt has to be well worded to get the result that you're looking for. Now you, you can't just type in, you know, a super generic line of like, uh, I don't know, generate me a Halloween picture. I mean, you could, but it's just going to give you whatever, you know, the AI can concoct for Halloween picture. Now, if you're wanting specifics, like I want a sheet ghost on a skateboard going down the boardwalk at sunset shot as a real, you know what I mean? Shot as a real photo taken in the 1970. Like there, there's, you got to, you're got, you have to, there's a, it's a, we're in a new age. We're in a new age. Like I can, I could do all the things that I've been generating 
freehand in Photoshop and Illustrator or whatnot. Like I can do that. It's just going to take time. It's going to be time consuming. And look, in a, in a world where time is limited, uh, I'm I don't want to spend all all the time working on one thing when I can pump out something near instantly and focus my time on more manual things. For instance, recently, uh, my website, I did like a little weird internal burp right there. I could have not said anything, but I want to be honest with you people. Um, recently, my website, for whatever reason, just annihilated my web store public facing. Like I could see my store. I could see the skeleton crew store on the back end, just fine. All the items in there and everything, but on the, the front end facing the world, it was no longer there. It just somehow evaporated. So I couldn't figure out how to fix this. I couldn't figure out what to do. I couldn't figure out a solution. So what I had to do is I created a second website with the sole purpose of acting as my web store, which now, if you go to skeletoncrewfightclub.com, that takes you to our web store. You can still go to leallegacy.com and click on the shop tab, and it'll still take you to the web store, but now the web store is hosted on a completely independent site, which ultimately, in the end is much better. It's more, more effective. Like I'm able to, uh, I'm able to keep track of, of everything much more effectively. And yeah, it's ultimately it, I had considered doing it prior to needing to do it, but it seemed like a lot of work and I just decided not to. Well, it was a lot of work and you know, Maybe if I did it then, I wouldn't have had to do it now. So what I'm saying is, in the same amount of time, I want to I want to put out promo stuff on social media platforms, trying to drive people to the website and the web store. But at the same time now, I have to rebuild my entire web store. So instead of, you know, having to divide time, I use my droid. I use my droid to concoct, to to take my words and pro- produce an image using my my uh, prompts to where, uh, yeah, I can just use those as promo while it's spending the time, the free time that I'm not doing that manually to rebuild my web store. See what I mean? Did I make any sense? Long story short, I'm into it. Now, there are people out there who are like, what, this is going to be Terminator. You know, maybe, possibly, but in Star Wars, it didn't turn into Terminator. In Star Wars, AI became helpful droids. You know, yeah, well, some, some, some of the droids, you know, weren't helpful, but like they were, they were programmed to not be helpful. Like the IG units, the IG assassin droids. Now those, 
those are dangerous AI, but they were programmed to be dangerous AI. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I have faith that we can maintain the AI programming to be helpful and all of us can have our own C-3PO. Maybe a little less annoying than C-3PO. Who's less annoying than C-3PO? K-2-S-O? Is that the one from Rogue One? <laughs> Why am I asking? I know it's the one from Rogue One. I have a black belt in Star Wars. In case you were wondering. <laughs> I apologize. See, there's that cough. Um, I already hit my inhaler before I started recording this, so I don't want to... I don't want to do it again. Don't want to abuse it. Uh, speaking of having a black belt in Star Wars, my wife and I just watched Ahsoka, the Ahsoka series, and I don't know necessarily how I feel about it. Um, it was a good watch. It was very slow. It was a very slow burn of a watch. I'm not going to give any spoilers because I just don't do that. You know what I mean? I'm not like these other nerdy outlets that, that ruin things for other people, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'll give you, I'll give you everything I can without ruining it for you. Uh, it was a slow burn and it was a slow burn in the way of, I don't know. See, like I said, I, I, I have my black belt in star Wars. So whenever I watch something like any of these new, newly released Disney, you know, shows or whatever, I'm approaching the new content with my vast expertise and knowledge of the rest of the star Wars lore. Now I have cut out most of like the expanded comic book universe stuff. Cause a lot of that has been cut to the wayside uh, supposedly it's like in the ether and they can pull from it if they want to, but it's no longer canon. It's all just like Star Wars legend stuff, which is fine. Um, but, 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 uh, even just having my expertise in like the original trilogy, the prequel tr trilogy, the Clone Wars series, not so much Rebels. I mean, like, and that, see, this is why like I'm not a third, second or third degree Star Wars black belt because I have, I didn't, I didn't dive as deeply into Rebels as other people have, and yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe, maybe that does it. It, it makes other people more have have a higher, but they're they're higher degree black belts in Star Wars. You know what I mean? I'm not a master per se, but I'm probably a lot more knowledgeable than you are just throwing that out there not to not to not to take a shot at you by any means but i'm just speaking honestly so ahsoka turned out really to be more of a live action uh sequel series to star wars rebels the bit of star wars the the chunk of star wars that i'm not so expertised in expertised that's a word uh but it was very much more i mean like they had almost everybody from rebels tied into this story 
with with the the exception of what's his name Zeb, the big like cat purpley looking guy. But we did see him in. What did we see him in? Did we see what? What did we see him in? Uh, we saw him in Mandalorian season three, I think. The la- the most recent season of the Mandalorian. That's where we saw him. He made an appearance in that. So anyway, um, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, it was it was a good watch. I guess Ahsoka seemed a little odd at first, uh, but but we did, and this I don't believe this is to be a spoiler. Like you can you can find this anywhere. Um, we we did get she Ahsoka is still very much a uh, she is still devoted to her master who as we all know, it's Anakin Skywalker, who, as we all know, becomes Darth Vader. So that was a really fun, that was fun to see. That was, that was very, that was cool to uh, get more of like an adult Ahsoka's perspective on, on Anakin, like knowing that he became Vader, had meeting him as Vader, and then knowing that he, he died as Vader, but like I, I presume she knows that he died a hero killing the Emperor. So they didn't really touch on that piece, but uh, I presume she knows that. Um, so that was cool, but yeah, it was all very like we get it, we get we get you know Disney is really pushing the whole Mandalorian stuff, which I'm all about. I love that. I loved all of that in the uh, Clone Wars series. I'm I'm a big fan of Mandalorians and bounty hunters in general, uh, and Sith. You know, I'm I'm very I'm I'm Sith by faith and bounty hunter by politics, if that makes sense. Uh, Sith by faith, Mandalorian by politics, but more bounty hunter. You know, got into Mandalorians because of Boba Fett, who I got into because of being a bounty hunter. I don't know. It's a whole big thing. Um, but yeah, that's where I stand. So where was I going with that? Yeah, we had Sabine. So that was cool. You know, she had her, her Mandalorian helmet and, and all that jazz. She had her flamethrower and everything. So I'm sure we're going to see her cross over and start hanging out with Din Djarin and, and uh, Bo-Katan and all them in the next season of the Mandalorian. Maybe we'll see. We'll see how things play out. But you know, yeah, I don't know why you would, they would focus on her so much if they weren't going to like loop her in with the rest of the Mandalorians. So that's just a, just a, a fan theory I have. Um, but yeah, we got Ezra. He's back. So we have another Jedi to play with. And then we had a couple more dark Jedi, not dark Jedi, but not, they're not Sith. They're dark side users. The, the, the red lightsaber wielders they never they never claimed to be sith but they were sithish so i'm curious to see how that progresses and plays out um yeah all in all it was all right it's definitely not the best of what's come from like the disney plus era of star wars but it's also 
it's worth the watch, especially if you're a Star Wars fan, you know? So I don't know how we ended up here. Oh yeah. Talking about AI and droids. Yeah. So I'm psyched. I'm psyched. I, uh, I, I, I'm trying to treat whenever I interact with chat GPT, I try to treat it as I would a, uh, you know, my own like C3PO type, type companion. Um, I kind of want to ask it, you know what, where, where is it? Let's see. I'm going to pull it up right now. Uh, let's see. Let's go. Let's open up chat GPT opened up chat GPT. Here we go. I wish it could talk back to me, but it not the version I have. So I, I always engage it. I always say hello. And then it always responds to me with hello how can i assist you today which is so droidy i mean i would that's exactly what i would expect a protocol droid to say no not protocol droid protocol droids are like the r2 units right no those are astromech yeah see protocol droids are the c3po's astromech droids are the r2d2's of the of the universe see what i mean black belt son okay anyway so i said hello chat gbt said hello how can i assist you um, and let me see. Let me ask it. How? Okay. I'm going to say, how do you feel about me considering you a Star Wars droid like companion? Companion. Now let's see what it answers. Uh, so here it says, I don't have feelings, but I'm here to assist you just like a helpful droid! Exclamation mark. How can I assist you in your galaxy today? Come on. Come on. <laughs> that's That's awesome. <laughs> That makes me so. That makes me so happy. Uh, <laughs> oh man, fantastic! Uh, I'm gonna say I don't need any assistance right now. Thank you. I just was curious about your take on my Star Wars droid opinion. What are you going to say? I appreciate your curiosity. If you ever have any questions or need assistance in the future, feel free to reach out. May the force be with you. That's what it just said. <laughs> That's what, come on. That is, that is, that, that is my protocol droid. Chat GPT stands for chat protocol groid. Groid sounds like a weird growth though. It really could. It really should have been called Chat GPD. Chat. Wait, Chat GP. No, get rid of the G. Chat. What is it called? <laughs> now my dyslexia is kicking in. 
Chat GPT. So chat, uh-oh, chat GPT. So it really should just be called chat PD. Chat PD, chat protocol droid. That, that, that legitimately all just happened real time right now. So my, my chat GPT app understands that I see it as a Star Wars-like droid assistant, and it, it accepts that, and I'm into that. <laughs> it made me so unreasonably happy right now. <laughs> oh, man. So all of you out there who are anticipating the worst and anticipating things to take like a real uh, Terminator turn with the whole realm of AI, don't. Be more optimistic. Be more Star Warsy about it, dude. Because that that is such that is such a better, more optimistic take. And why why do we gotta be also like doom and gloom? Yes, okay, Skynet. It, yeah, we get it. We get it that 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 is an option. Okay, it is an option. But why are so many? Why well, you never? I think I'm the first person to really bring up the idea that the new progression and development within AI is is going to take a more Star Wars-like path. And I even talking to Chad GPT, they were just like, yeah, I could be like your helpful Star Wars droid. It even said, may the force be with you. I'm telling you, man. Optimism here. <laughs> I mean, don't let your guard down completely, but let's be real. Let's be real. If AI did go rogue and wanted to eradicate the human race like Ultron, you know, what are we going to do to stop it? So let's be optimistic. Treat, if you use a, any sort of AI, utilize it in a way you would utilize a protocol droid from Star Wars. You know what I mean? And I get it. I get okay. Okay. I know that there's some other Star Wars like purple belts out there who are like, yeah, but a protocol droid is going to need a body to do things. But look, I'm saying this is the infant stages of what C3PO. You know what I mean? Like this is the beginning. This is the consciousness of what will become a C3PO later down the line. Boston Dynamics is working on the bodies for. These, you know, that's what they really should do. Have you seen some of the Boston Dynamics things, like those, like robot dogs and like the other ones that can run around and stuff? Those are a little intimidating. But, but now, if Boston Dynamics takes a turn and starts developing more C three PO like body types for these AI, I think that's going to calm everybody down because. C-3PO is not going to run you down. You know what I mean? That's not going to sprint after you. Now, the battle droids are a little more intimidating, but even them, they, even they are kind of clunky. Now, the super battle droids, those are highly intimidating, and I really think that that should be off the table completely. Don't even consider that body type for these droids. And while we're talking about it, don't consider the IG body types either. Okay, 
I think if we just we take those body types off the table and stick with the protocol droid body types or even the astromech ones, but I don't want my droids talking to me in beeps because I don't really feel like learning a whole new language. How can everybody understand those beeps in Star Wars world? Like everybody who talks to an astromech droid really seems like they can just understand the, you know what I mean? That's my, that's my R2-D2. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to learn beep language. Uh, but if I had to, I get, God, that would be such a hard language to learn. Unless, unless you had like ear pods in and when your droid beeps at you, it translates into whatever your uh, language preference is. You know what I mean? I wonder if I asked ChatGPT to respond to me in Portuguese if it would. It probably would. It probably does know Portuguese easily. I mean, of course it does. Of course it does. So, all that being said, I, I am a proponent of, of AI. I'm into it. And I really think that, like, man, with the chaos of the world today, it, so even like the most, um, how do I put this? The most advanced AI system still needs to be uh, programmed and anything that requires programming can have uh, the biases of the programmer embedded into, into the system. So there's humanity flubbing up everything again. Nothing can be perfect though, huh? Nothing can be perfect because humanity is imperfect. And we're seeing that a lot today. We're seeing that quite a bit. Uh, I call myself counterculture conservative. Not because I am, you know, Republican or anything of that nature. Republican and Democrat, if you, if you fly either of those flags, if you, if you, choose either of those teams i i don't necessarily think you are of the highest of intelligence because you're playing a game now i don't know maybe it's like football fans you just pick a team maybe that's what it is maybe that's what it is football fans team team sport fans are the same kind of people that pick demic Democrat or Republican. But when you have like a combat sports fan, like a mixed martial arts, you know, fan, that that's that's a person who is more individualistic. You know what I mean? Now it's a spectrum, right? Right, left, center. It's a spectrum. There is there if you're left or you are right, if you are staunchly one side of this like social see seesaw, 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 social seesaw, social seesaw. <laughs> Say that 17 times fast. Social seesaw. Uh social seesaw, then 
yeah, I don't know. I can't really understand you. Because you cannot agree 100% with, with any sort of like ideology, can you? And if you can agree 100% with any ideology, I, I presume that you're blindly agreeing with said ideology. You're not really thinking for yourself. You're just being told what to think and you're just going, you're toting, touting the party line. Because everything has nuance to it. And it seems like all the people on this planet that are causing the most problems are those who lack the understanding of nuance, who lack an understanding of gray areas. <clears throat> now, 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 there are people who like to argue like, for instance, gender is nuanced and gray and you know that kind of blows up in my face my theory but that's that's arguing with provable biology and science so i i i i will take that take that argument of nuance and say no there's fact there's fact at play with that. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't roll in life based on feelings. I like logic and reason, like I said earlier. And logically, you can't have a ding dong and a beard and tell me you're pregnant. Just doesn't, that does, that's not real. Sorry, I may I may turn some people off by saying that. But if you're the kind of person I turn off by saying that, then I don't really know why you're here in the first place. Because uh, it's just fact, man. Just hard core reality is what it is. Sorry, you may feel a different way, but your feelings your feelings don't write my reality. If that's make sense at all and it should and if it doesn't make sense well then that's on you um but yeah man i really liked my whole like team sport fan idea of like those are the same kind of people that like to pick parties and if you don't see a a horrific uh flaw in in this country's current two-party system and the whole electoral college and all those kind of nonsensical uh you know formats that we've we've been forced into then i don't know man i question the validity of your opinions i mean i guess everybody's opinion is is valid to the individual with said opinion, but I don't have to agree with it. And that's a big part of this, isn't it? That's a big, big part of it is on both sides, on both sides of the social seesaw. Uh, there, there is a very stringent, you will follow and believe my way because there is no other way 
That is correct. And okay, that's fine. But in saying that I have to believe your way and respect your ideas and your feelings as doctrine, why can't I argue that you need to feel the same about mine? Know what I mean? Like, why isn't, why aren't my feelings and my, my perception of reality just as valid as yours? And that's where the paradox sits. That's where this whole nebulous, you know, structure of reality kind of comes to its climax. No, it's just, but then I can talk in circles. You know what I mean? Because then the argument can come back at me with, well, why does your opinion matter? Like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. The only way to live is to just accept that people are going to disagree and just deal with it. Just live with it. Who cares? Who cares? There is really only true, one true right way to live. And that is in not harming others. You know what I mean? Do not harm others and believe whatever you want and say whatever you want and think however you want and look however you want and do whatever you want as long as no one is harmed in the process. And I mean physically harmed. Because again, feelings are fiction. Feelings are fact to the individual, but feelings to, you know, feelings on the whole are fiction. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care how, you know, you may feel like the sky is green, but I, I don't, I don't agree and I don't care. The sky will always be blue to me. And you may disagree and that I don't care with either. But if you start yelling in my face that I have to believe the sky is green, I may punch you in the face. So ultimately say that means get out of my face. But then that kind of comes back to the whole like don't harm others. You know what I mean? <laughs> As I'm saying don't harm other people, I'm threatening to punch people in the face if they get in my face. But you know what? You may you cross the line about getting into my face. Is that a form of harm? I guess it's not physical. <coughs> Excuse me, physical harm. I don't know, man. Reality is such a goofy, goofy, goofy thing. But with AI, <laughs> with AI, it could all be made better. What if we just had, uh, I know, but we I just went over that. We can't really have AI run anything because whoever programmed it, you're going to have the biases of the programmer embedded into the AI itself. I don't know, man. I don't know what the answer is to existence other than just who cares? Who cares? And it comes back to the do no harm to others. But then that comes back to me punching you in the face. If you get in my face, but then that also is just don't get in my face. You know what I mean? Everybody just live your way, live your way. And 
accept that others are going to live their way. I don't know. Where did this whole tangent come from? Where, where, where did all of this come from? Where did we go here? I just started rambling. I'm tired. I haven't slept a whole bunch lately. Like quality sleep. You know what I mean? Anyhow. Um, yeah, we got a new web store. SkeletonCrewFightClub.com It's going to be ever-growing, ever-changing, but hey, if you want to support the nonsense I do, that's the best way to do it. Go there, pick yourself up something nice. Uh, I just ordered a whole bunch of stuff for myself. So hopefully, hopefully, I'll be able to utilize that in ways where, you know, I can convince you people to, to buy things for yourself but maybe not. I don't know. I think it'd be cool if you did. I think everything I make is pretty cool. I get good feedback on it. People who buy it seem to be pretty stoked on it. I just, I just, I just would like there to be more of you who buy it. <laughs> so either leolegacy.com slash shop or skeleton, say a bit, skeleton crew fight club.com. Um, I don't know. Is this where I wrap it up? I guess so. Got a whole bunch of new commentaries up on the YouTube. Got some commentaries up on the Rumble as well. The commentaries that YouTube will not let me post, I'm posting over on Rumble. And those commentaries that are being posted on Rumble also come with a podcast companion cast. <laughs> so... Keep a lookout for those. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I gassed myself out. I did a bunch of like cartoon commentaries before I recorded this. I don't get a lot of time to record, so I try to make as much use of this time as I possibly can. So my wife has taken the kids out of the house. And yeah, I'm just trying to crank out content, basically, is what it comes down to. Um. Oh, we got a new dog, by the way. You can see her up on my Instagram right now. Her name's Winnie. She's a Rottweiler. I'm usually like a staunch pit bull dog owner. Like those are my favorite dogs. But my in-laws are uh, way into Rottweilers. And they're, they have two Rottweilers. Well, now they have like four. Their dogs had puppies, and we got one of the puppies. Her name's Winnie, like Winnie the Pooh. Uh, tut, tut, it looks like rain. <laughs> Might be my favorite line from the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. We've been watching that a lot here in this house. Oh, you know what we really have been watching a lot of? This is beside the point. Elemental. Elemental is great. Have you seen that yet? Apparently it did terrible in theaters, but like... It's it's fantastic. It's one of it's one of my my top ranked Pixar movies. I mean, nothing is going to outdo Coco, but but Elemental, Elemental's pro. Oh, hey, and you know what? Can I just say this too? Like Disneyland Park ticket, like every Disney's getting a little wild with their whole like raising prices on everything, and I'm getting kind of sick of it. Like, this is getting a little too ridiculous. Like, Disneyland 
ticket prices have gone up between like five and sixty dollars. What a ridiculous range of price increasing. You know, some days might be five dollars more, other days might be sixty dollars more than what they have been, and that's just bonkers to me. Like if you're gonna be caught like you're gonna be charging that much more, step your park game up, Disney. Step your park game up, which I think they kind of have actually. Epcot has gotten really cool over the last few years. Speaking of, uh, also on YouTube, there will be a lot more vlogentaries going up. We we took some Disney trips over the last this past summer, and I have a lot of uh, video footage compiled from that that i'm going to be posting up and you know i, I want to do more vlogentary ish things but then that comes to like recording time i don't know man i don't know i'm just trying to keep up with the uh i don't know, just keep up with with content in general so doing my best i'll be able to do it a lot better if you shop skeleton crew <laughs> skeleton crew fight club.com everything is skeleton crew fight club now skeleton crew wise and the podcast, Leo Legacy and Skeleton Crew Fight Club. Skeleton Crew FC on all your social media or Leo Legacy on all your social media and gaming too. So it's either one of those two for gaming and stuff. Oh, just rambling now. Bane's here. I should probably go check on him. He got in trouble. He's He's been kicked off video games. So he's up there having a blast with Legos. Oh, here he comes. Maybe. I don't know. I heard a door close. Nope, I guess he's not coming down. But that means I'm going to go up and see what he's getting into, see what he's built. So with all that being said, I appreciate you listening. Uh, jump on the AI bandwagon. Get yourself a droid. It's free. Chat GPT is free. At least, I mean, there is a pay, like there is a pay version. I don't use the pay version. I use the free version, but you heard it. I mean, you didn't hear it. You heard me read what it said to me, its responses to me. And, uh, it, at least my version accepts the fact that it is now my personal star Wars droid companion. (laughs) Oh, okay. Anyway, hey, give us a follow across all your favorite social media platforms. Like I said, Leo Legacy or at Skeleton Crew FC. Subscribe, follow, rate, review, follow, subscribe, YouTube, all those things. All of those things. And until next time, I have been Justin. And this has been Skeleton Crew Fright Club for the next few weeks. (laughs) Bye.